Chicago to Corner Kick Radio. Corner Kick is the show that talks soccer and brings the goals to you. We cover everything from MLS, EPL, Series A, Champions League, World Cup, and much, much more. We give you our opinions, predictions, and results of the sport the world calls football. We're on WCSN. The Windy City Sports Network, live in Studio One, this is CKR Corner Kick Radio. Episode One, guys. CKR Corner Kick Radio. Soccer, soccer talk all day. We're going to go over a lot of the top league finales, Champions League, Europa League, and we're going over the World Cup, the most important World Cup, which is starting June 12th. Group by group, we're going to go through World Cup, tell you guys our predictions, a little bit of uh, who we think is going to come out on top, and we'll see what happens with our predictions, we'll mark them. I'm Big Nick. With me, I have the holy men with me. It is Sunday, so the holy men are with me here. We're the priests. I'm the first member, Big Nick. The second member is Louis Pistolero. There you go, buddy. And then the second member with me is Money Marty Mayweather. I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Together, ladies and gentlemen, we are the kings of crosses. Of soccer. Bang, bang. <laughs> so, uh, welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us here today. Um, a lot of soccer minds here uh, to the left and to the right of me. Uh, you've got uh, Louis Pistoleros, who is a um, huge World Cup fanatic. Right, Louis? Absolutely. Bang, bang. And uh, uh, aren't you currently playing soccer, too? Yes, uh, I currently You're play... a champion, too, right? Am I, I am. I'm the sweeper of the Global Gym Purple Cobras of the Mercy Center... Uh, recreational league. That is awesome, man. That is awesome. Sweeps. Yeah, we got a soccer champion over here. This is this is fantastic. Uh, and Marty is just like me. We watch uh, a lot of of European leagues: uh, it, Italian, English, Spanish, everything. Uh, mastermind of that, and then World Cup as well too. So uh, very uh, good to have the both of you guys here. Thank this you. This is going to be a good uh, conversation, I think, of what we're. Uh, going to go over with soccer especially with world cup the hype of world cup coming up um agenda guys for today what i wanted to go over really quick is just to let everybody know uh we will like i said the first thing what we'll do is go over champions league uh once we're going over champions league we're going to go over some of the uh the the top leagues so we can discuss uh some of the uh winners and some of the guys who qualified for champions league uh europa league into the top leagues uh obviously we're going to be talking about epl la liga in spain series a uh bundesliga in germany uh league one league one in uh france go over 
some MLS news. Some interesting stuff came up yesterday, uh, and possibly today as we speak, something might be happening. So we're going to go over some of that. Uh, we'll take a quick break right after that, and then we're going to actually start going into the group by group World Cup uh, 2014 predictions, uh, which uh, I think uh, I, I've got some shockers that people might not like, like me for, but uh, we'll see what happens with that once uh, once it all starts said and done. So um, I guess we'll start with Champions League. Uh, what do you guys think about that, man? Uh, at the, uh, I mean, uh, Real Madrid and Atletico, do you guys really like Real? Louis, I think you're a Spanish fan, aren't you? I mean, I am. I was pretty disappointed with the outcome. I definitely thought Atletico had the, had the match won, uh, but Ramos being the clutch player that he is, somehow just found a way to bring uh, Real back in it. And, of course, uh, from there on, Bale and some of the other guys contributed. Marcelo teared up a little bit, got a little emotional. Who heard, um, speaking of Ramos, uh, who heard that he might even qualify for the Balloon d'Or? Did you guys hear that? No. Yeah, really? I saw it on Bleacher Report or something. I thought they were on crack. <laughs> I I personally, uh, I would agree with that. Not Balloon d'Or. I mean, if you think about his his play in in, in clutch situations, he's done a, a no. He's done a great job. Yeah, but not Balloon d'Or, dude. No, that's Ronaldo, Messi talk. That's I mean, even if you want to get into it, maybe even Suarez, but not not Ramos. Dude. Ramos took a while for him to even get better. I yeah. mean, even with Jose Marino being there, he was making a lot of mistakes, and all of a sudden Ancelotti uh, changed him around, and that's when the last semifinals that's when he started getting better and better but just because of the final doesn't mean he's going to be in the Ballon d'Or no way yeah and Marty's a Chelsea fan uh which uh, it's unfortunate because I'm Liverpool so um but you guys went pretty deep I mean you guys uh I mean I know you guys lost to uh, Atletico but you guys went pretty deep in in the Champions League which I was surprised about you know when everybody's like hey um when when they lost a lot of my friends were like you know are you down I'm like no of course not I'm like with this team we went this far this is amazing. Yeah, and this team's not really too stacked like it used to be in the past. Exactly. At and least striker-wise, I think you guys don't have youth. Yeah, no, and midfield was great, and defense was there. That's that's what took us up there, was yeah. the defense. And um, Jose, of course. A little a, a little surprise on the way Baron played uh, against Real. I thought Baron might have done a little bit better. Um, I mean, if you look at Baron Munich... Um, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back into Liverpool because uh, Brendan Rodgers actually um, took his team to a couple of Bayern Munich games during the season, and they he actually told Gerard and some of his players that if you want to model your team after anyone, you model your team after Bayern Munich because they're built to the way anyone would want to build a soccer team, defensively, midfield wise, and striking wise. He said they're an elite team, and just I was a little surprised this year in the way they played. I didn't think they played uh, too well. No, me neither, and mainly against Man U. I mean, the first game was yeah. 1-1. And after that, I'm like, what's going on? And then the second, first after half... After Olympiacos beat them once. <laughs> yes, that was a 2-0 victory for Olympiacos. Yeah. I, I really thought they were going to beat them. Yeah, so um, overall, I mean, we saw the finals, Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid. I think the final game was actually pretty good, though. Oh, the final game was amazing. Bale's goal. I mean, I, I think it was pretty. It was a pretty decent game. I, I really thought liked Ronaldo's it. goal was amazing, not... Yeah, it was. It was. You know, and I'm, I'm not a Ronaldo fan. I love him. I'm not. Oh, I big it time. Kind of senseless that he took off his shirt. Yeah, and I, paraded around, even though he contributed zero up until that point. Dude, the guy played with a bad hamstring the whole game. What are you talking about? The guy's always hurt. Oh come on! 
Um, but uh, needless to say, uh, it, it was exciting. Um, it, it was a good final. I think overall, uh, I, I liked it. Uh, it would have been nice to see maybe Chelsea against Real Madrid. That would have been pretty nice. Uh, oh, yeah, Jose team. versus yeah. Real. That would have been pretty good. But, uh, I mean, bottom line, it, it, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. This year, obviously, we're going to go over uh, the big top leagues. There are some new contenders that are going in, which is going to be interesting to see what happens uh, for the next Champions League for next year. But overall, decent. I, I wasn't disappointed too much. Uh, some good upsets. Really shocked on the way Atletico played. And I think Costa's uh, stock drastically went up. And, and he's Chelsea-bound, I think, right? Uh, so far, that's what they're saying. So, you know, you know how rumors in soccer are. Yeah, and I think he's uh, he's going to be heading to Chelsea. It sounds like so. Uh, we'll see what happened. I mean, that, that Suarez was supposed to be going to Real last year, and that never happened either. Yeah, exactly. So we'll see what happens with with him going there. I, I mean, overall, I'm going to be honest with you. I think if Costa does go to Chelsea, that's a good move for him. I think overall, he's getting better competition over there, uh, and he's going to be seen around the world even more. It would definitely make Chelsea a more formidable oh, force as yeah, well. Yeah, hands down. Hey, I mean, just by him, just that one player, I think he'll they'll make he'll make Chelsea so much better. He'll make the front a lot more better. Um, just but you know, with him, he needs to calm down with his temper. That's one thing. It is he plays a little bit too dirty. You guys need to let go of Torres. I think he's gone. I, he's that guy's garbage, man. I was so glad Liverpool got. Uh, here's the thing with Torres. I was he a had huge, a good goal against PSG, though. I was a huge Torres fan, um, but. I, I just think that when he went to Chelsea, he took the back seat. He was the front runner. He was Suarez type of player at Liverpool. He took the money. He went to Chelsea, and he was coming off the bench. I'm like, dude, why would you do something like that? That was that, actually that was really dumb. And he yeah. said it was a hard decision. I don't know how. You, I would have never left. No. You're, you're compromising playing time. Stay in, score goals at Liverpool, and then just try to work for the, from the bottom up. Instead, the guy wanted to go to Champions Leagues every year, and that's why he took the money, played less time, and now the guy's garbage. I heard. Gerard really got mad, but did he take it really personally? Um, I think he did a little bit because of the fact that Gerard's old and he wants to win an EPL title and he wants to go to the uh, Champions League as well because uh, he's a very competitive guy. But uh, I think he was because I think he also knew. I mean, think about this. If Torres stayed at Liverpool and then you brought Suarez in, I mean, can you imagine that front line right now? Torres, if he played at the way he did when he was at Liverpool, Sturridge, Sterling, and Suarez... You wouldn't need to get strikers. Yeah, and then deep, Torres yeah. coming off the bench would have been amazing yeah, for Yeah, I mean, all Brennan Rodgers would do is get defense right now, and that's it. Yep. But, I mean, he, he left, and Gerard was, I think, upset because of that. Yeah, Gerard wasn't very happy, but I think they, they, they squashed everything between them two. Yeah, I mean, that's it is what it is. You're upset a little bit, and you'll go over it. All right, so EPL, um, very, very interesting season. I've been watching soccer religiously for about – seven to the last 10 to seven years uh, i've watched it all my life but con- like religiously like i watch football uh i've watched it probably for the past 10 to seven years um epl probably was one of the most exciting seasons i've seen i know it's predominantly because i'm a liverpool fan but one of the most exciting seasons i've seen all year best. or all, all, all my life best um what liverpool accomplished and what they did was like the cinderella story and what brendan Rodgers has been doing uh was fantastic uh and just to see the up and down like in the beginning arsenal was on top right uh yeah from the beginning the whole time it was arsenal and then, and then chelsea Sunday took it a little bit yep and then the liver no then it was man city i think uh, for a little bit, and then they started. They didn't play those two games. Yeah, and then Liverpool took it towards the, the the back half of the season. 
And then Man City took and over. And then Man City took it right at the end again. So overall, a, a, an amazing season, I think, for the EPL. Uh, I think that we saw some good, I mean, we saw the fall of, obviously, Man U. Tottenham didn't do too well. Um, Everton did actually pretty good. I think they held their own this year. They were a surprise. Oh, hands down, I think. A great, a great season for them. Great defense, that's why. Yeah. And uh, so basically, Man City took it at the end. Uh, the top three teams that qualified for group stage in the EPL was Man City. City, Liverpool, and Chelsea. And look how close it was. 86, 84, 82. Yeah. It was just... Anybody could have taken it. Yeah. Top score in the league, Luis Suarez, obviously 31 goals. The guy was on on fire. Um, Number four was Arsenal. Uh, and they qualified for the playoff rounds of the Champions League. Uh, and then five and six, Everton was five, Tottenham was six. Uh, Everton qualified for group stage in Europa, and Tottenham qualified for the Europa playoff uh, stage. Uh, regulated was Norwich City, Cardiff City, and it's unfortunate to see uh, our beloved captain from the Greek national team leave uh, from Fulham, and he got regulated from uh, EPL. So, Karaguni. And uh, yeah. Mitroglu are gone from the EPL. They're going to ch- into the second uh, soccer league. It's a shame, too, because Mitroglu didn't really get the... He didn't get any playing time. He didn't get the opportunity he needed, too, from uh, from being over there. So I'm, I'm really upset about that. Yeah, speaking on that one, Louis, is I think that Olympiakos took the money to sell him off. But I thought for Mitroglu and for the Greek national team, one of the worst decisions they could have made. Absolutely. You're taking a guy. Now, I understand how the Greek national team's thinking. Let him go into the EPL. He's going to see more international uh, competition. He'll get better. So when we get him into into the World Cup, he'll be a better player. But then he leaves, and he never even got any playing time. I'd rather have him stay in Olympiakos and get the playing time at least. I mean, the guy is probably going to be garbage now in the World Cup. It, it is a it is a very re- uh, real uh, threat to uh to the Greek national team to know that your top strikers is not, not even be playing. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, I think he's going to ask for a transfer after this year too. He, well, and then what scares me is he's probably going to end up in like some some garbage league in in group. In he's the, not a bad player though. He's I'm not. Good. I like him. Yeah, he's very tough too. I like him better than Caraguni. The guy should be stripped and not even on the team. <laughs> for Christ's sake, Tevez is in Argentina. We still got Caraguni on our team. <laughs> he, he plays with heart. He, the guy complains to the refs all game. Doesn't even play defense. <laughs> all he does is stop and bitch all game. That's all he does, and they call him a captain. I mean, there is some criticism of him diving, but that comes as a result of his of his tenacity. He just goes after the ball. How old is he? He's about thirty seven, actually. The guy, sh- the guy should be a coach. Yeah, he should definitely. He should not that. be playing right now. I-, I don't know why they even put him on the team. But where does he play? Forward. Uh, he's a he's a midfielder. A midfielder, yeah. He's a, midfielder. He's a striking midfielder. Thirty-seven years old, running midfield like that. Well, he's in the middle because he complains all the time, so <laughs> they don't want him in the front because then he's never going to go for the net. But in any case, uh, the other surprises: um, Champions League qualification, Hall City, number sixteenth yeah. in the league, and uh, that's plain and simple because they were the runners up for the FA Cup uh, and they qualified for it. So um, that's why the FA Cup is pretty interesting too, because when you got these no-name teams going up there, they they get through there. So uh, interesting, very interesting EPL season. Uh, I mean, I, it was sad to see Liverpool not not make it and not win it. I wanted to see Gerard win one. Uh, at the end of his career, because I know he's probably only got maybe two seasons left in him, I'm thinking. Well, I mean, you got next year, too. Yeah, so we'll see what happens in the players that they're going to get over there. Uh, I know they already signed uh, Lam- Lambert, 
they're thinking of getting Lalana now over there. They still need defensive work and help. So, so we'll see what happens overall. But uh, EPL, I think great, great season, right, Louis? Absolutely. I, I, I'm actually shocked that Chelsea didn't finish ahead of Liverpool. I definitely thought Manchester City uh, had the best team in the whole. Uh, EPL. Yeah, I think Man City on on paper had best roster. I think Absolutely. hands down. Chelsea though didn't. I didn't. I wasn't surprised with Chelsea. Yeah, but on I'm, paper. Yeah, on paper they weren't really that good, but defensively, I mean, John Terry started picking it up, playing great Cahill. But you guys got old guys. That's the thing on Chelsea. Ivanovic. Yeah, and they got to get rid of some of these old guys. I think Chelsea, and that's the thing with Chelsea, I think they're going to start going down because if they don't start getting these young guys, like they have to get Costa. They did, and they got some young guys. I mean, to bring them up for probably next two years, but then um, for defensive-wise, you know, they're they're going after Varane. They're going after uh, Mangala. They're going after other other guys to replace like the likes of John Terry, or go get a midfielder, uh, defensive midfielder like Pogba, to uh, replace. Uh, I guess we could talk MLS Lampard. now then, because you guys, yeah, you guys just lost Lampard. Yeah, Lampard's gone. So he officially signed. Yeah. And uh, apparently the New York FC, uh, and that's going to be the expansion team, right? Yes. It's not going to be the Red Bulls. No, it's going to be an expansion and, team. And th- th- that team is not the team that is associated with Beckham. Beckham's with Miami. No, this is the team that's uh, associated with Manchester City. All right. So uh, Lampert signed. That's official. He's yep. going to New York FC uh, in the MLS. For 97000 uh, $97, a week only. Yeah, and he was making one hundred and fifty at Chelsea. And they said that he was estimated to maybe even make one eighty uh, next year in Chelsea. Or not Chelsea, but for someone else. Uh, and he decided to take less money and go to the MLS. I think part of his thinking there, and we talked about this before we started the show, uh, I, I think it's going to be endorsements. Yeah, he's he's going to be counting a lot on the Nike or the Adidas or or whoever, and hopefully that the United States people fund him more and make he'll make his money back on the rebound off of endorsements. Same thing with, uh, what's his name? David Beckham. Yeah. There's more endorsements. Yeah. Well, he had more because of his wife of the the perfumes, the clothing lines, all that stuff, the colognes. He already was into that, and I think the move he made was because he wanted to mainstream more of his product. Exactly. So uh, today uh, at Manchester, you have David Villa, and he is potentially they're uh, saying going to sign tonight today. Yeah. And so they, they may they may announce that David Villa signs with New York FC as well today. That's gonna, you're going to have Lampard in your midfield and Villa in your forward. Yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're, they're bringing solid talent. Uh, the, my only issue is that, again, they're old. They're towards the end of their careers like Beckham is. Uh, Theo, uh, what's his name? Um, Theory, uh, Henry, uh, Andre. Uh, like, all these guys that came to the MLS were towards the end of their career. And um, I, I think and I hope if they start getting some of these younger talents and fork over the money to bring them in, I know t- the team will lose money initially, but I think it'll be a, a great initial investment for the MLS to hopefully get more butts and seats and sell more merchandise for yeah. them. That, that's going to help a lot. Maybe we, soccer can pick up in uh, yeah. America. V- Villa, I think, still has something left in him. Maybe a good like two season or two. Yeah, two years. Yeah. I agree with Nick. Yeah, and I mean, and you have to start somewhere. You can't. How old is Villa? 34, 35? He's 34. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he'll have. Um, I think he'll have a decent season. I think he may even lead the league in scoring. You I was going to say that. I think he will. Yeah, that he, way at least you put him in the top. You know, you remember he had that broken leg. He was out for two years too. Yeah. So um, at least he's going to, you know, have those two years that he can play again. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens. Plans. 
Uh, I got a basketball update, and I saw it was Kevin Love. I thought I saw Bulls, and I was going to start jumping (laughs) up and down. Uh, But, all right, so in any case, uh, in uh, in Champions League, in the EPL, the second group, uh, you've got two teams. uh, Lasseter City won it. Uh, they're the champs, so they're actually getting promoted to uh, to the Premier League EPL. Uh, Burnley is the second team that got it, and they're moving up as well too. Um, and there's a playoff for the third team that gets to move up. And the four teams associated with that playoff is Derby County, Queens Park Rangers, Wigan Athletic, and uh, Burton Hove. So um, I honestly think I think it's going to be QPR. So uh, Queens Park Rangers, I think, is going to be heading back into the EPL. So yep. you'll end up having the three. Uh, that were going up there as well too. So, um, like we said, EPL wise, Louis Suarez was uh, number uh, the top scorer in the league. Uh, Young player of the year was uh, given to Eden Hazard. Mm-hmm. Great player, very uh, good player. Team of the year, and this is like almost like the NBA picks, uh, like all defensive players and stuff. Uh, Chech was the top goaltender in EPL this past year. Uh, defense, he ended up getting uh, Coleman, Cahill, uh, Capani, and Shaw. Uh, midfielders was Gerard, Hazard, Torre, Lalana, and then your strikers were Sturridge and Suarez. Um, your Golden Glove was given to Chech and uh, the horrible Arsenal goaltender that I can't stand. <laughs> uh, but uh, overall, he uh, the, the team is solid. A lot of these guys are obviously English. Uh, they're on the English uh, national team. So uh, we'll see what happens next year. I think it's going to be an interesting year uh, with, I think, some of these foreign players coming in, uh, like Costa and all these other guys. I think that's going to be very interesting to see what happens in EPL, and I think you're going to get uh, a better season out of the EPL as well. Again, I'm an EPL player, and I know I'm talking a lot about them, or an EPL type of uh, guy who likes them, and the reason for it is at any moment when you watch English Premier League, you can grab the two suckiest teams, and you will see one of the best soccer games of all time, and you can grab the worst team playing the best team, and that will still be an amazing game to watch. I agree. Versus when you watch all these other leagues you only have two three teams competing for the top spot and everybody else is garbage on the bottom so uh epl is the way to watch soccer i love it i'm glad nbc bought the contract out so they can actually play them and watch them uh in the u.s uh i'm 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 just in shock that i can watch almost all the games now as well too on nbc sports awesome thing so um all right you got anything to wrap epl um other than basically uh man you falling apart yeah and you know, so wait, who did they give? Who they just named the new coach? I forgot who it was. Uh, the the Duchess uh, national coach. What's his name? Vander Hall. Vander Gall. Vander Gall. Yeah, and then they. Who's the player? He's going to be the assistant now. Uh, oh, Giggs. Giggs. Yeah, so they gave Giggs the assistant. Oh. Um, and Van Gall is uh, the head coach. Yeah, and uh, you know he might revamp the team. Yeah, I, I think he'll do better. Um, I really did not like what's his name uh, before. He, I think he was just doing really bad. David voice. Moyes. I did not like him you at all. You know they had a stat on NBC at certain time where they had their uh, thirty-four points. They're like, this is the same. They were do. Manu wasn't doing good. They're like this is the same thing he did with Everton. He was at the same. They're like level. It's just that he's not that good for Manu. Yeah. So I don't know what Manu saw him, but even with Van der Gaal right now, he's a. Uh, He's not, well, he's, he not a long t- he's not a too. long-term, yeah, exactly, that's what yeah, they're doing. Yeah, he has it. to attract players, one. Uh, two, I also think that, the. I, I'm going to be honest with you, I would have sold Rooney off. His his value's sunken 
drastically. Yeah. You're not going to get the amount you could have got out of him well, two, they were three trying years to, ago. When Chelsea was going after him, they were trying to get above 50. Yeah, Chelsea's sh- like, we're not going to go anywhere over 30 million. Van Persie, overrated. Overrated. Yeah. I can't. I can't. I, I can't stand with him. But he is. This guy is completely overrated. And I mean, it, it, I just think their striking is horrible. I think Chicharito should play more than any of those guys right now. And they're not putting Chicharito in there. Um, and I mean, their midfield's okay. Uh, their defense is. Solid. They just need some striking help, man. Yeah. No. And then um, Uzel didn't do much. And Juan Mata didn't do anything for them. And when Chelsea's trying to get rid of Walmart, why are you guys spending fifty million on him? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. That was a ton of money. I mean, I mean, Liverpool's thinking of getting Lalana, and they offered twenty. They rejected it. They just gave a twenty-five, and they're saying that Southampton wants thirty. So we'll oh. see. I think they'll get to twenty. And they want thirty million for Luke Shaw. Um, to, where, where, wait, he's going Man U. Um, no, they're saying basically if anybody wants him, we're asking for thirty million. Yeah, I I really hope Lalana ends up going because I think we're losing Lucas Livia, uh, and he's going. To, I don't know where he's going to end up going, but we're losing him. Uh, so I think if we get Lalana, that's going to be a huge addition. I I believe to the to, to Liverpool. Yeah, that's going to be great, really, really great good. addition. And if you think about it, if you look at the English uh, national team, like three quarters of the team is Liverpool. If if you get because we just signed Lampert, yeah. If you sign Lalana too, I mean that's and they're trying to do this before the World Cup starts. That means that like six of the starters on the English roster are going to be Liverpool players, and they're still playing together. Wow! Wow! That's yeah. Really While good. we're out of season, so that's going to be that means Liverpool is going to be in form when they Great start their season. Yep. Yeah, because all these guys are playing together already now, and then when the season starts, they'll be already in form. So. We'll see what happens, but you, you got to give credit to soccer players, man. I mean, the, the reason they make so much money is these guys are playing all year round, basically. Exactly. There's no break, like in football, baseball, so- or whatever. Soccer's a year round sport. Yeah. These guys, as soon I was watching, uh, I was watching a thing with uh, yesterday March to Brazil, and they showed Tim Howard as soon as the season ended, he was on a plane to United States to try uh, to, to try start, yeah, yeah to train. train with these guys. I was like, dude, where's your break? Yeah, these guys don't get breaks, man. I mean, yeah. think about it. You you have all these tournaments that they're doing. World Cup, you, uh, the you got the Champions League, or you've got the the Euro Cup, uh, the the Confa Cup, or whatever. Like you got all these these leagues, so that when these guys are not playing, uh, and even when they're playing for their teams, they're playing in other tournaments. So they have to leave their team to go play in some kind of tournament for the national team, or play for a friendly here, or play. I mean, they're getting one hundred fifty to one hundred eighty thousand dollars a week because these guys play year. Around. Yeah, their bodies. They put their bodies through a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So. Sometimes you only get two days break between games. Yeah. It, well, yeah, if they if they have to reschedule for FA Cups exactly. and stuff. Yeah, they have to. All right, so um, La Liga. Very uh, surprised that Atletico got it. Uh, I'm not going to lie there. Uh, I think, like I said, Costa literally drove his stock up through the roof. Um, a little surprised that Barcelona uh, wasn't doing as good. Uh, which makes me think that Messi is starting to get a little bit older, uh, and uh, laughed a little bit at the fact that Real Madrid spent all that money on Bale and they couldn't even win La Liga. Exactly, and the, my my whole thing is too. Even with Barcelona was doing so bad, with them firing their uh, manager, they were second place, eighty seven points tied with Madrid. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, so you've got uh, those the top three teams that uh, obviously Atletico, Barcelona, and Real Madrid are all qualified for group stage for Champions League. Uh, you have uh, uh, Bilbao, 
ended up getting the playoff uh, for the Champions League. Yep. And then you got Sevilla, Villarreal, and uh, Real Sociedad that ended up getting qualified for the Europa League. Uh, and then regulated was uh, Osasuna, uh, Villadroid, and then Betis, who got out of the La Liga for regulation. And I really like regulation in all of the European leagues. And I think that th- they should be doing this more in professional sports in America because then you don't have teams tank purposely because they're trying to work like the salary cap and shit you know and, what i mean and try to get the draft yeah and try to get draft picks and say you know what i'm gonna bomb purposely just get it i mean i think it's amazing that hey if you want to continue to make money in my league you need to be not the bottom three and if you're on the bottom three then you're gone buddy you go into the minor leagues exactly and then you bring up the champion of the minor leagues i mean baseball could do it I agree. You know what I mean? Basketball, you've got the 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 D League now, right? Yes. So they can just yeah. do, hey, whoever the D League champions are, like the top two D League champions or the top three, end up getting promoted to the NBA, and then the bottom three teams in the NBA get demoted into the D League. And you kick out Cleveland Cavaliers, whatever. Yeah, you wouldn't have like these teams. You wouldn't have like the Miami, the, the the Miami Marlins of baseball. You know what I mean? Yeah. You wouldn't have the Cleveland Cavaliers of baseball. Teams and owners will purposely be always trying to win. Because if they can't win, then they're going to be knocked out. And they're going to they're not going to make millions. And whoever's listening to this is probably like not liking it. They're going to tell us that um, they want. They'll be like, oh, what about the team has to rebuild? Well, they could rebuild down there. Yeah, you can rebuild down up. there and come back up when you got a chance. You, you're not going to rebuild an NBA. A lot of soccer's team did it. Hull City this year, look what they did. Yeah, and they went to the FA Cup final. Yeah. And alongside that, with uh, with relegation, as you guys were saying, um, I just wanted to uh, point out the fact that it holds teams accountable. Uh, it keeps a certain level. It keeps a certain standard with mm-hmm. the league. That you must maintain in order to participate yeah. in that league, and you and and you and, and uh, it, in a way you can't afford to pay your players the exactly, money either. Exactly. Yes. So if if you get regulated, then you got to tell your players, "Sorry, I can't afford to pay you that much because I don't got it no more because we bombed." But I, I I really like that, and that's one of the things I like in soccer that they do that. So uh, it, it's it's a good thing to see, and I like uh, looking at the regulation and stuff. Yeah, and they play but their butts off at the end because they don't want to go back. Yeah, go and that's there. why you see upsets of like the suckiest teams. Beating exactly. the top teams because it's like, hey, if I lose one more game, then I'm the regulated team, so I have to win today. And players don't want that. Yeah, because then they, they make more money and stuff in EPL. But in any case, top scores, uh, unfortunately, Ronaldo was the top scorer in uh, La Liga. Uh, Di Maria was your top midfielder with 17 assists. And uh, Coutroux, the Belgium goaltender, was the top goaltender. Um, what is going to happen? Uh, I heard uh, he might be leaving. Who? Uh yeah, um, they're. I don't know. It's up to Jose, but it looks like that. Um, Jose actually right now is saying that he wants to make him his number one because uh, Czech is getting hurt now, mostly yeah. with that back shoulder. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that, but I, you I, know I what? really like him. Don't yeah, I would never get. He made that team. I also that yeah, he did. Amazing and I also heard Pepperina is coming back to Liverpool, and he said he's coming back. I'm like, well, what are you going to do with Mignolet? Why doesn't Liverpool or? I, I sell him. He's at Napoli now, so exactly. I'm like sell him. But I don't know. I, I I think they will. Brendan Rodgers does not like him, and I know he's been trying to get him out. And that's why they loaned him out and stuff. But uh, we'll see what happens. You know, there. you're talking about uh, top scorer too, um, Diego Costa. Did anybody see that coming after Falcao left? No. Oh, actually, I I Costa was always underrated. Yeah. And I I really thought if he went to any other team as a starter, he would have done great. Um. I think Falcao was an idiot for leaving to go to France. Oh my god, dumb he's move! 
uns- have you heard of them this year? No, because and him and Cavani, yeah, both of them. No were- one knows who they are anymore. When they were at least in La Liga or 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 in Series A, they were known players. Yeah. And and then you leave, you go to France to PSG because this billionaire owner is giving them all this money, and and now they're not heard. Free taxes, and at the end they found out they can't. They're getting taxed. Yeah. So I mean, I, I just think that now the rumor is Falcao wants to come back to the EPL, which I think would be great for his career. Falcao and Cavani want to leave um, and Th- to go back have to the EPL. It's like, well, now they're asking. You know, like Chelsea was one of the teams that was going after both of them. Now Chelsea's like, no, you guys ditched us for them. You're yeah. stuck there. We don't I, need you. I, I, they're great players. I think the both of them, and I think that they could. They're still young, but I mean, we'll see what happens. Again, you got two great players that are going to go back to their countries and play in the World Cup, and and they're not even at top form because they're not playing at great, great, great top, top yeah. talent. So it's a little scary, but uh, we'll see. Um, Series A. Uh, this was a little surprising that Juventus won it. Um, and uh, if you look at all the rankings overall for Series A, was a little bit shocked at some of the top teams like Inter and AC Milan, who ended up like on the bottoms of the brackets. So Juventus won. Uh, Roma was actually second, uh, and they both qualified for Champions League next year. Napoli qualified for the Champions League playoffs. And then you got Ferentini, Inter, and Parma, who actually qualified for Europa League. But um, regulated uh, is uh, Catania. Bologna and Liverno uh, that ended up getting um, regulated for uh, Series A, and then you've got your top Cersei uh, uh, is your and it was Torino. Torino is the other surprise team in that league that yeah. that really shocked me. Cersei uh, uh, ended up being your top assist uh, with ten, and then you got uh, Immobile who was uh, twenty two goals, your top scorer overall. Well, so, who went I mean, last year they won it. They were really good. Yeah, but to stay on top for that long, I mean, and it's, I mean, Carlos Tevez too. I mean, he was solid. It was Pogba. Yeah, but that came out of nowhere for them. Yeah, I mean, Hoovy's, it's really surprising me. That whole team's surprising me. And where AC Milan is right now in Inter, and that the buying power that they don't have anymore, that they used to get all these players. A- AC, I think, stepped down as like spending so much money, so they said they want to rebuild the team. Isn't the daughter running AC right now, though? I don't know. I th- one of the teams, either Inter or AC, I think the daughter took over the team. Inter is still the same guy that when Jose right, Marino so was there. So it's AC, then I think that the daughter took over the team. Okay. And I think she's just running it like bad. I don't think she's doing that great with it. Oh. And I think Milan ended up eighth overall. Yeah, they, they didn't even they qualify were, for anything. They were, um, well, they were actually tied with uh, Torino with and 57. Bes- and besides Bundesliga, uh, Louis Pistoleros... Where's the bang bang? Bang bang. Um, <laughs> they uh, a lot of the Greeks play in Series A. They do. They if do. if you look at the rosters for a lot of these Italian teams, uh, you've got a lot of Greek guys playing. so basically, what you have is you have uh, a lot of the Greeks that if they're not playing for Greece, they're either playing for uh, Ger- the German uh, Bundesliga or Italian Series or A. Serie A has a lot of really good young players nationally, internationally coming in from other teams because everybody wants to basically. Not spend that much money over there. Yeah. I'm just surprised that the likes of Roma, Napoli, uh, Fiorentina was really surprising to me. Parma. Roma was, had a very deep team. Yes. Their midfield and defense was amazing. Yeah. Torino is, is even solid as well, too. Yeah. I mean, overall, just a, a very surprised with some of these Italian teams. Uh, and there's a lot of good young Italian talent that's there as well, Their too. biggest spender has been Juventus. Yeah, because they brought in Tevez and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Surprised that Tevez also got knocked off the roster. 
for the for the for national the team. National team, absolutely. Yeah, and he had a good good, good year over there too. He did. Um, I just didn't. Uh, I I don't know. I was just really shocked that he didn't. Um, I think it's because of his attitude, more than likely. But if that's the case, then that means Balotelli shouldn't even be playing for the Italians. I don't. You know what? I don't think the coach wants him there. I, I think it's just I you know young guy and all that. He's going to be coming off the bench. Giuseppe Rossi is going to take over as a forward. Yeah. All right. Bundesliga. No surprise. Bayern Munich wins. Uh, Bayern Munich. Uh, you got Dortmund that was second, and Schlack uh, ended up getting third. They all qualified for a Champions League group stage. Uh, uh, you got the other Bayern team that ended up winning for the or getting qualifying for at least uh, the Champions League playoffs. Wolfsburg's got uh, Europa League. Then you've got uh, Borussia ended up getting the other Europa League uh, playoffs. Mainz 05 ended up qualifying as well. Regulated was Hamburg, uh, Nuremberg, and then you've got Antrak that ended up getting uh, overall regulated in Bundesliga. So, I mean, going back, uh, Lewandowski was the top scorer. Uh, they were all both from Dortmund. Uh, and then Marco Roos was uh, the, your top assist scorer. Marco Roos took over after Gotze left. Very good job by him. Yeah. And then overall, again, talking and trying to hype up EPL here, um, if you look at La Liga, you really got three teams. And it's basically, usually, only two teams. Barcelona, Real Madrid always fight for the title. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you get like a Sevilla and, a, and a, a Atletico Madrid that gets up. But you normally only have Barcelona, Real Madrid. Yeah. Then you go to Series A, and it's usually always between Juventus, Inter, and AC Milan. Yep. Yep. Now you got all these other, and that's it. You only got three teams. Bundesliga, it's usually always Munich, Bayern Munich, and that's it. Well, I mean, and there's one thing I wanted to point to at uh, the, the, those two leagues, Bundesliga and Serie A. Um, if you look at the variance between Bayern Munich and, let's say, Bayern Dortmund, or um, Borussia Dortmund, the second team, and um, the first team in, um, in the Italian league, uh, Juventus and then Roma, you see a very drastic variance, and it just shows the uncompetitiveness of these two leagues. To me, uh, the Spanish league is even... At least you know there are going to be two, three teams that are going to be competing. Here, you don't even have that. It's pretty unfortunate. Well, I think the reason why with Bundesliga is because the way I see it is Bayern Munich is a big money team. Borussia Dortmund is their minor league team because every time they have a very good player, the club turns to a good player. And they sell them. Bayern Munich buys them. Yeah. They, and everybody else is just in the league. Here's the other. Uh, the uh, I see that a lot, and that and Dortmund usually does that because they're obviously trying to make money for the team and stuff. And and when you get those players, you end up doing that. Um, but I mean, overall, I think the, the biggest problem here is if you look at a lot of the fixing. Uh, and the match, uh, a bribing of matches and stuff that were happening. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember this. Was, I think it was like about a year ago, two years ago, when they were yeah. doing this huge investigation. There was a one league that came out and they said was one of the cleanest leagues in the world. And who was that? Who? Bundesliga. Really? Really? Yeah. And out of all the leagues, they found uh, bribery going on in the EPL, La Liga. Uh, they ended up finding it in, in the Italian League in Series A. Every league across the world, major, major bribery and uh, a lot of cheating going on. Uh, who was the worst league in the world? The Greek League. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
Super League was the worst league in the world for bribery, uh, and then the the best league for the least amount of cheating they said was Bundesliga. So it, to me, it sort of hyped that league up a little bit. That hey, at least these guys that are playing or the players that are playing are really playing at an, an ethical level and really trying to play with their hearts. Where you've got a lot of cheating going on in the EPL and Italian league and in the Spanish league, and it, it's just a lot of stuff going on with that. But I mean, again. Each of these leagues, you only really got two, three teams competing for it, and that's it. And yeah. and that's why I like the EPL. You've got six to eight solid teams, and then you've got a bunch of no-name teams that always try their heart out because they don't want to get regulated anymore. And then um, and they surprise as well, yes. like Everton did. Yeah. yeah. And then look at this. next. You said the top scorer was Lewandowski with 20, 20 22, goals. 22, I think. 20, 20, uh, 20, 20, 20. No, I'm 20? sorry. 20. Where is he going next year? Uh, Bayern Munich. There you go. Yeah. And he's leaving. And I think Marco Roos is next. Yeah, well, I think Roos might end up going to ch- in, uh, EPL. I think I, he's going to go to English. Yeah, and Man U was one of the teams that uh, I've heard about too. Which if, if I think... Man U has to do something either way. They need to go after guys like they this need a and give money. Yeah. <laughs> they really do. They need some money and they need to, to get some of these players over big time. Sell Bruce Pierce get that money and start spending it too. You know who I think... And I know he's doing good over there, so it's not that he's not on the map, but his his team didn't even qualify for World Cup. But um, I really think this guy, and I know when he was on Barcelona, he had a bad run there, uh, uh, Ibrahimovic. Absolutely. I, I think if he went to the EPL, was he ever in EPL first? I think no, he, he was never he there. He was not there, no. Nope. He was in talks with about Chelsea, but then uh, Jose dropped it because he said, you know what, I need a guy who's going to, come down and play defense and he's like he doesn't i yeah see but that's the thing what EPL looks rap. into yeah that's the whole thing is like they look into somebody that's gonna hustle play defense in there and he doesn't do the that. guy makes me laugh though with all his cockiness did you hear what he told uh he always talks about people's sisters or something <laughs> this guy's funny. he's a very very controversial uh yeah did you, did you hear during the ballon d'Or celebration um he went up to club he's like hey would you uh you don't want me to play for you He's like, I'd have to sell my whole team for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, this guy, something happened, and I, I think it was uh, in Sweden. Uh, there was a reporter that went up to him and started asking him questions about uh, there was rumors around going that he was gay. No. Uh, you guys didn't hear this one? No. I did not hear that, but All right, I'm so not shocked. He goes, hey, there's rumors of you being gay. He's like, how true are those? And Nerbalimovic turns to him. He goes, why don't you ask your sister if I'm gay? <laughs> and he really said that. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, this guy's nuts, man. But it made me like crack up. It was pretty hilarious that well, he did one that. Well, one day, they, I mean, I don't you know, blame him for you think. One day he was walking around in the field with a sports bra and uh, his tight boxers and running around hey with listen i got Ib- i got ibrahimovic Ibl- because i had to sell off my team in fifa i play liverpool i've got him on my fifa team the guy is a man beast he he's is, got some crazy goal tearing it up for me right he's now fast. he's good he's good he's and tall. i've got zenko too jekyll i've got he is all oh, amazing in the game for you got me got some uh some uh, i had to sell off Swa- i had to sell off my uh suarez and Sturridge guys they were giving me too much money <laughs> They gave me like eighty-five million for uh, for uh, for Suarez. Oh wow! I was like, "See ya." That's what he's. I don't I need think, you anymore. I think that's what he's gonna. Anyways, Liga One, French League, I think is one of the most disguised leagues, uh, and a lot of these players, like we just spoke about with Cavani and uh, um, what's his name, um, 
we just said his Swatters. name, Fa- Fa- uh, no, Falcao. Falcao, they go to this league and they disappear. And I think there's a lot of good talent in this French league, and they're just hidden. And I think they need to leave this league. But anyways, PSG ended up winning it. Not, no surprise. Uh, Monaco ended up coming in second. Lille ended up coming in third. Uh, you got St. Etienne ended up winning fourth. Lyon was fifth. Uh, for the Champions League, Lyle almost also qualified for the playoff stage. Uh, but overall, I, I just feel... Again, Ibrahimovic won the top score, 26 points. James Rodriguez from Monaco got 12 assists. He was leading in assists. Uh, Overall, I think you've got great talent in this French league, but they're not being seen because they don't have that TV contract in anywhere in the world except for France. Um, And if you think about it, I mean, these guys don't get exposure the way they should be getting exposure. But you've got these billionaire owners that own these teams like PSG and Monaco, and they're forking over a huge amount of money to bring these stars over there. And they don't have the competition. Let's remember that. At all, that. At all they man. They don't have that competition. Same thing as with uh, Italian League and German League. You yeah. just, there's not enough there. No, and then a lot of, you got a lot of young players that become good, and then they, once again, they sell them to other teams too. Yeah. And one of the teams that does it more than anything is uh, Lille. Yeah, overall. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's all of the, the group uh, um, leagues that we have. Do you got any other leagues you want to go over, Marty? Um. No, I think we went through everybody else. Yeah. So Champions League, I mean, is going to be looking pretty solid. We're going to see finally the entrance of Liverpool back into it again, uh, which is going to be interesting. The rest of the EPL teams that were in there are going to be the normal. Uh, you're going to see Atletico back in it again. We'll see if they sell Costa or not. Um, that's going to be very interesting to see. Um, you're going to have the teams of Roma in there, Napoli, who are going to be fighting for it again. Um, so some overall decent teams that are going to be going into Champions League. So we'll see some some good competition overall there and see what happens with you know, with Atletico, they have a very good coach, but they have almost five players that a lot of teams are interested in. And they might disappear. Yeah. And, and and you know what the sad thing is? I think they're going to disappear because that team did this run just to raise the stock, and then they're going to leave. Exactly. And and that's what I think. And then, and you're, just, then you're going to see Atletico back to the bottom of the charts again, and then you're not going to see them back up for like another four or five years. And that's the bad thing with, I guess, European soccer because that's what happens a lot. If you're Diego Simone, what do you think? What are you going to do right now? If you're an owner, you got to take the money. I mean, if you paid $20 million for a guy and you can sell him for sixty, you're going to take yeah. the money. I mean, especially if that's your business, you're going to do that. Speaking of Atletico's coach, what did you guys think about when he ran onto the field after that soccer ball was kicked at him? You know, it wasn't really kicked at him or hurt. It was kicked away, and then it went by him. And I think he was just so mad, he ran. And I, I, I'm, I'm a professionalism. It doesn't matter. You keep your cool. You're a coach. You yeah, keep your exactly. Cool. You don't do nothing. But I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was pretty hilarious. And the, the guy who kicked it, it's not any. It wasn't Sergio Ramos or Pep or anybody else. We've run. That guy's the quietest kid in the game. Yeah. I, I, if I was the guy, I wouldn't have done anything. I thought it was unprofessional and whatever. Yeah. No, that was very Each dumb. Each guy very, reacts very dumb. differently. Yep. All right, so uh, we're going to go into a quick uh, break really quick, and then when we come back, we're going to go into the beef of the show, which is going to be going over World Cup, uh, talk about some of their rosters, talk about predictions group stage, who we think is the roughest stage, uh, the, the, the group of death. Uh, each one, each one of us probably have a different group of death. Uh, then we'll actually go over the brackets, so we can actually go game by game to see who's going to go through with it. So uh, give us a quick sec, uh, and we will be right back with you guys. Thank you. 
Thank you, Chicago, for your support in making WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network, the fans' choice of sports podcasting. We strive to bring you the best and most honest feedback in the city of Chicago. Our shows, WTR Wrestle Talk Radio, featuring the Windy City Wrecking Crew. CSCR, Chicago Sports Crunch Radio, featuring the Chicago Tree Party. And CSCR sister shows, such as One More Round Boxing Radio and Corner Kick Soccer Show, can all be found on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. You can also follow us on our Twitter account at WCSN the number three, and like our Facebook page at Windy City Sports Network. You can email us at WindyCitySportsNetwork at gmail.com. Chicago, share us, follow us, email us, spread the word, and get WCSN out in front of the people. This is WCSN, the Windy City Sports Network. By fans, for the fans. All right, guys, we're back. That was just a quick break. Uh, knowing where you guys can find us, where you guys can listen to us. Facebook, Twitter, at WCSN, the number three. Follow us. We're on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud. You can also uh, soon catch us on TuneIn Radio, which will be happening uh, in the near future. Uh, but those are the platforms you guys can catch us on. Guys, spread the word. If you're on iTunes, please subscribe to us. Leave comments. Email us. Give us your opinions. We need it. It'd be great to see. We can probably even uh, talk about some of the emails uh, on our shows as well. Uh, so, group stage. Uh, I actually had some interesting nights going through the groups, going through... Uh, I actually did a game-by-game. Game. I don't know how you guys did it. I went uh, I went game-by-game game and uh, actually did who was going to win and all this stuff and then predicted my winners going to the brackets from there and stuff. So uh, June 12th is the opening uh, game, and it is going to be in Brazil. Uh, some fears of some of the two stadiums that are still not complete, which is a little bit scary. Um, and uh, who came out? The original uh, Rolando came out. Oh, my God. And was... Uh, that was bad. He said he was a little furious at the fact that Brazil was not even ready for the World he Cup. He said yet. that... Um, don't... He's like, they will never, ever bring World Cup back in Brazil again no, too, after what's going on yeah, right now. Too many scares and stresses and worries. Uh, where is uh, the next Summer Olympics? I heard it's in Brazil. Actually. Yeah, so I think what, what what fears me there is also the security. So seeing how they're going to handle the security aspect of what's going to happen in the World Cup, uh, if something bad happens, I, I and I heard rumors that they were actually thinking of moving the, the Olympics from Brazil. Um, and if something bad happens, I think they're going to be gone. And I think London's. They said it's between London and Chicago. Wow, that's pretty. Because remember, we were supposed to get the 2016 Olympics here. Absolutely. And then you we know, lost out on the bid. Can before before we get to the world full World Cup thing, why in the world we're in FIFA pick out uh United States as one of them? Because I knew we were in a bid for it too. For what, the World Cup? Well yeah. we had it in we had it here in ninety four. In ninety four. I actually went to uh, a Greek uh Ni- I think it was Greece, Nigeria, I forgot who was playing. So but they field. said it was one of the best routed, everything was ready for them. And uh, and I, now we have more soccer teams and stadiums than anything else. You'd well think- here's the deal. I think that Qatar 
Yeah. They ended up finding over $30 million of bribery happening to the UFA and the FIFA heads oh, wow. uh, to get the World Cup over to Qatar. And it's very hot over there. Yeah, and uh, I, I heard rumors of that there's going to be some people getting arrested. That was actually on uh, the wow. news uh, over that. So I think that they're going to be highly thinking of not doing them there, which means that then the U.S. might have, I think, a high uh, chance. But that's not going to be until, what, 2022, right? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. after this, after it's 2018, Russia. and it's Russia. Yeah, and then after Russia, it's going to go Qatar. It's going to go to Qatar, and if if they pull the Qatar plug, then I think you might see it come here to the U.S. Oh my God, that would be amazing. Yeah, it would be. I would. I think and it would do good for the sport too, because now that you got the Premier League boosting up. And now if you guys bring players like Vian Lampert and yeah. possibly, hopefully more, you bring the World Cup here, I think that's going to be uh, a huge push. You're going to have the football fields they could play at. We don't have to build any stadiums. They have. They well, you don't, yeah, because you got all the MLS stadiums. Teams. Yeah. And the main attraction can be a Cowboys stadium or AT&T Well, yeah, the stadium. main attractions, you can use the football uh, yeah. fields, and you yeah. can just do them in there. And I mean, we don't need to do anything, literally. No, nothing at yeah. all. And we don't have to spend money. It, it, you just if bring anything, it here and revenue ready to money. go. Just security, really, if yeah. you're paying for anything. But All right, so <laughs> group stage. Uh, we'll go in alphabetical order here. Uh, ready, Pustoleros? Bang, bang. <laughs> uh, there you go, on cue. I like that. Uh, group A, uh, Brazil, Cameroon, Croatia, Mexico. Top, uh, those are the teams. Um, I have uh, Brazil winning it and Croatia second. Louis, who do you got? Uh, same exact thing. I'm taking Brazil at number one and Croatia at number two. I have Brazil and Croatia too. So hands down, no argument here. Uh, same things. Brazil, heavy favorite in the whole tournament because you're obviously playing in your hometown as well too. Uh, Croatia, um, solid team overall oh if God, you look yes. at them. Uh, and uh, I think that they actually have, I think, a, a young kid. You Modric. No, someone else that came from the border of like Switzerland and Croatia. Muja. What's his name again? Muja. I think that's him. He's not playing for like any major teams yet. Yeah. And they said that this guy's like the savior of the Croatian team, that he's going to actually do pretty good. Oh, wow. That's and there's good. a lot of teams that are looking to bring him aboard in, as well. Uh, Cameroon is who? Samuel Eto? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's, he's too old too. Uh, here's my disappointment, Mexico. Yes. Um, I think that... I know this new coach is okay. I don't think he's the greatest, but a lot of talent there, and I just think they're being they're they're not being used properly. Um, if you, adjusting if, if well. you got a good coach in Mexico, I think Mexico can go deep. They don't have talent. I don't know who do you see in talent. They're not the same that they used to be. I'll agree with with Marty on that one. Yeah, here's the problem. Here's else? the problem with Mexico. It's the same problem Greece has. All their stars stay in Mexico and play in the Mexican leagues. None of their big stars leave to go play in the EPL or in Series A or in Bundesliga or anywhere. So when you have players that stay and predominantly play in your leagues in your, in your home country, you're not seeing international competition to be at top form. And that's why some of these teams are doing really good because these guys are playing for elite teams, playing elite competition, and you're in your form. Mexican players, oh, who do you got? Chicharito and the Dos Santos brothers. Or one of them, actually, because the other one sucks. <laughs> so you only have one of the Dos Santos brothers and Chicharito, and those are the only two players that are playing in top elite form right now. And yeah. the only guy I see other than them that's playing somewhere else is, um, what's his name? I'm pulling up the roster. Francisco right Rodriguez, FC Porto. Yeah. And oh, no, I'm sorry, Diego Reyes. No, Rodriguez, I think, is too, as well. Uh, Club America? No, that's all. it's all in Mexico. Oh, they're all, playing they're in Mexico. all Mexican, man. And they're all from one team, Club America. Um, all right, so let's see who you got here. Uh, you got Rafael Marquez, Porto. You got a couple guys playing in France. 
Um, yeah, I mean, literally, you only have like Chicharito, and then you got uh, Dos Santos, who's playing for Villarreal. Yeah. And you got another guy from Villarreal, Javier Aquino, but I don't know if he starts or not. Yeah. I don't know. Sad. Uh, can you see some upsets from Mexico? Maybe. Um, but to be honest with you, I think even Cameroon can probably beat Mexico right oh, yeah. now. I agree yeah, with that. Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, I, 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 they're just going to be on the bottom of the barrel. So we'll see what happens there. But all right. So we've got Brazil winning it, and then Croatia coming as the runner up in Group A. Uh, perfect. Correct? Yep. Yes. All right. Group B. I have, interestingly so, I've got Spain winning it, and I've got the Netherlands, too, and then I've got Chile at third and Australia at the end. Here's the shocker, though. I've got Spain and Netherlands tied. Two games, uh, two wins, and a tie. But I have Spain winning it because of goals. I have them by one point, but Spain number one and Netherlands, too. Yeah, I still have Spain one, Netherlands, too. Chile's not bad. Chile's very at good. All. And not last at all. World Cup, they just shocked a lot of people. Yeah. Yep. So be careful for Chile. Um, who do you got in Group B, Louis? Uh, I'm going to go with Spain at number one. I think they're going to win all three games. Uh, uh, Netherlands, uh, I'm going to go with Netherlands. T- I have them tying Netherlands. That's where the tie came up. Yes, yeah. No, I'm saying uh, I, I, Chile, I think, is a great team. They just got too much European power in there. They got two of the top European teams. Uh, there's way too much competition. So I see Chile bowing out in the first round. So I'm going to go with Netherlands. Yeah, so you've got uh, Sanchez as your top forward in, in uh, Chile. Yep. And yeah. he's obviously playing for Barcelona. So um, you got some, some really good talent. You have talent Arturo here. Vidal, too. You also have Felipe Gutierrez, who's from Chile, who's playing for uh, 20 from uh, Germany. So you've got some good talent overall uh, that's playing here for Chile. Um, I just have, because the opening game for Group B is Spain-Netherlands, and I just think that Spain's going to come out flat, and then you're going to end up getting a tie right there. And that's why I have them tied after that for the for the bracket there. So, but in any case, on goals, Spain I think wins it because I think Spain's going to destroy Australia five zero or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chile, obviously, they'll beat Chile too. Like five zero, you're giving Australia credit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. So we're on the same page there. Spain wins Group B. Netherlands comes as the runners up. Yes. Group C. We're going to have a lot of talking here. <laughs> um, I have. Colombia going number one, but Colombia does not scare me uh, too much besides Falcao. And uh, I know uh, this is going to be scary to say, um, and this could be a pick em up, but I have the Ivory Coast uh, as the runners up. I have the same thing as you. And then I got Greece tied with the Ivory Coast, but losing out group stage on goals to the Ivory Coast, and then Japan uh, at last in there. Louis probably going to have Greece winning it. Hold on one sec. Hold on, one sec. <laughs> guys. I do have I do have Colombia. I do have Colombia advancing first. And do I pick the homeland second to advance? Absolutely. The reason is not because of just blind love for 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 Greece. It's actually because I feel like now Greece has the one thing that they never really had. And that's a top striker in Mitroglou. Mitroglou is a heavily underrated striker. And now we have that potential. We do have a decent midfield. Our midfield is our our weakest part. We have a great defensive team. Great defense. And you need that to be successful in the World Cup. If you look at some of the teams that lost and why they lost last season, like Argentina, or in the last World Cup, I'm sorry, like Argentina, maybe even uh, Germany, why they weren't as successful as Spain, let's say is probably because their defense wasn't on 
at the level that it should have been. All right, so here, here's my take on that. Mitroglu is not going to be in form, and it's because of Olympiakos selling him, and that's what scares me. Your top striker won't be in form for World Cup. Samaras has not been playing for Celtic. He's coming off the bench for Celtics. He's your other scorer. Then you've got why Theophanis Gekas. Who is older than God. Really, man? Like, I, if I was the coach of the team and the government made me put him on my team, I would quit the Greek national team. Gekas does not belong on that roster. And I don't know why they keep, just because they won the Euro Cup back in 2004, we're going to keep putting these old guys on there. No, start from the beginning. And then you got Sarpagidis. Sarpagidis is good. I'm not saying he's bad. He's a great guy. But Mitroglu is your top striker. Samaras is your second striker. Sarpagidis is your second. Who, who's going to start striking? Uh, I'm going to go with Mitroglu. They're putting Sarpagidis as your starter. Interesting. It, they, they just, it's bad. All right, so here's the other thing that's interesting to me. Who are they putting as the starting defenders? I would definitely put Vasilis Torosidis. Yes, obviously Papa because he's from... Who? Papastatha, Papa uh, whatever. Socrates. He, Socrates should be playing in the EPL, but he's playing for Dortmund right now. And he's one of the top... One, and actually, you've got Liverpool trying to go after him as well, too. So he's obviously going to be your starter. Torosidis is your second starter. Yes. Um, we'll put uh, Papadopoulos, I believe, should be there. Okay. And Jolebas. Jolebas, all right. Uh, they're, they're going to end up starting the Olympiacos triad. Interesting. So why, you know, it's just like I don't understand why they're doing some of these moves. I mean, I understand why they're doing it. They're trying to make money for the Greek teams. But, I mean, and then Karagounis. Karagounis should not be starting. The guy's old. He's he, He's been playing very well, I feel like. He's he, he's not even playing a ton. for. He's coming in at the last 10 minutes. At the international level. Hams. At the international level. So, he's, I mean, I just think a lot of the things with Greece is that they're not putting in their young guys, and they're not in top form because they sold them off to make money, and they're going to be coming into a group where you've got Didier Drogba, Ivory Coast, you've got Falcao in Colombia. I just don't think... Falcao I mean, probably won't even be playing. Either way, I just don't see them... Why not? T- he's uh, injured, man. Uh, yeah, I, be fine. yeah I think they he's said fine. he's going to be fine, though. So that's my take on it. That's why. Do I want to see them win? Yes. I want to see them win. I want to see them go far. Do I think it's going to happen? I think it will happen the moment the Greek national team decides to take it away from the corruption of the country. And I still think to this day, the corruption of the country is still involved with this thing. What happened in 04 in, in, in the, uh, Europe, the Europe Cup? Do you know what happened afterwards, Louis? After the Portugal one? Yeah. No. All of the players on the Euro Cup were sold from the Greek teams and they were sold to German teams. Why? And it was all corruption. They even found this out. It was in the Political paper. Political debt? It, it, no, it was they did this purposely and then Otto was putting in specific players in there because they were getting paid by the Greek teams to keep, their value. to keep their value high so they can sell them off. We were lucky to win the Euro Cup at that moment and all those players got sold out. It's all corruption. And until they decide that we're going to put in the best players, that's when the Greek team is going to start becoming a great forefront team. But they've got talent. I'm not saying they don't have the talent. They have the talent. They just have to stop the corruption and just play. Play the Utilize game. It. Yeah. Don't you guys have a defensive player that plays for Schalke? I think you're talking about the that's Papa. No, that's Papadopoulos. A young kid, right? Yeah, he's uh, the one Liverpool. Liverpool's looking at both Papastathopoulos and Papadopoulos. 
Papadopoulos is injured, though, so he might not be playing, I heard. So that's the problem with him, and that's why he's not actually on my roster here because I think Papadopoulos might be injured. He's got he got injured with Schalke and something happened, and he he actually came back and he got it re injured, but it's not serious. So I don't know what's going to happen with him. But he, yeah, he's a, he's a really good kid, really good kid. Yeah, I think uh, Chelsea was looking at him last a, season too. A lot of the EPL teams are looking at him. He's like only twenty five, I think. Oh, I thought he was younger. Uh, he might be 23. 20, he's 23, 25. What's I this know young guy? I'll tell you. Just put Papadopoulos in. I have two of them. Uh, yeah. d- defense. They're both on defense. I 84. Think it's, uh... No. I don't see him. Either way. All right. So, Columbia, we oh, all have 22. winning. He's 22? Yeah. No, never mind. I know last year they were trying to get him. Liverpool was trying to get him. But anyways, so we got Columbia winning Group A. Me and Mar- uh, Money Marty have uh, Ivory Coast coming as the runners-up, and then uh, Louis Pistoleros bang, bang. has uh, <laughs> Greece as the runner-up in that in that group. So, all right, so that's Group C. Group D, that's my group of death. Uh, me too. I concur. So all three of us. At least one of my group of death. Yes. Italy, England, Uruguay, that's atrocious. Even Costa Rica is not that bad. That's <laughs> what scares me there. I mean, if you look at the Costa Rican roster – they're hands down, if you look at all of them, they do have a lot of uh, international people playing. So you've got – here's the only thing that scares me with the Costa Rican roster. A lot of the – some of their players are MLS players. That's the problem. Yeah, and they play a lot of slow ball. Um, but overall, you've got um, a decent team uh, with some decent young stars. Uh, there's not a lot of older guys. One one of the guys, Joel Campbell, actually plays for uh, Olympiacos, bro. Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. yeah. So I was looking um, at that. You got um, uh, they're, they're, but again, they're in a group where you're going to have Italy, England, and Uruguay, and so they have no chance over there. So uh, the way I have it is, I have Italy, England, and Uruguay tied with one win and two ties. I think there's going to be a lot of ties here. Um, I have, and again, la- last World Cup, I had these guys going really far. And and I'm not even from England, but I like England. Uh, I have England winning it on goals because they're going to have the most goals besides Italy and Uruguay. Uh, they're going to win Group D, and I've got Uruguay runners-up in Group D. I have Italy missing it. Wow. That's actually a shocker. Yes. Who, I, who do you I, got, Money? I got uh, Italy number one and England number two with Uruguay So you three. got Uruguay missing it. Yeah, and I think the reason why I think Uruguay is going to miss it is because Suarez is not going to play healthy. Uh, he'll be fine. He'll be healthy. Uh, we'll see. Uh, then, even, but then, even if he's not healthy, I mean, he's going to be healthy. But even if he's not healthy, you've got Cavani. Forlan's too anything. old. Forlan's too old. So I know he, we got nothing there. Yeah. Um, and then if you look at your midfield, your midfielder is solid too. I mean, you've got Ramirez from Southampton over in your midfield. Uh, you've got Gonzalez from Lazio. Um, even your defense is good. I mean, yeah. Uruguay is a solid team. But they don't have that deep team compared to Italy and England. Italy, I think, is too young. No, they got some older guys. They've, got, they've some, got some, uh, yeah. Yeah, they, they got some it's... older guys, but I, I just think, like, Balotelli's a basket case. You have Marchisio up in there, Perlo in there. Um, Buffon's going to have Perlo's too old. Yeah, yeah I don't think he's going to be starting much, but I think uh, Marco Verretti is going to take over. Are they over. starting Rossi? Uh, we don't know yet. It depends on his knee. Yeah, I mean, I just think, I don't know, overall, I, I, I don't know. I just think Italy, Italy didn't even do that good last year, last time. No, but they were a better team at that time, too. And they were, I don't know what, what, was, what was up with the coach. He had a lot of older guys in there. 
But this time he went with the younger guys too and was giving them a chance. Yeah, which was good because you want to build the future of the team. And that's something that I think Greece can take after playing some of your younger guys, not the older guys, to build for the future. So you've got Italy going one, England two. Yeah. Uh, Pistoleros? Yes, I got the I got the European runner-ups. Uh, I got them uh, winning the group. I got Italy winning it. So, okay. um, again, and um, I, Costa Rica is definitely bowing out of it. They're not on, on par with Uruguay, England, and Italy. So I don't think I'm shocking anybody by saying that. My second team, though, is going to be Uruguay. I'm going to go with them. I feel like even if Suarez doesn't play, they still got Forlan. They still got... Forlan's old, though, man. Cavani. He'll be a force. I still think that... You think Uruguay can beat England? I, I think they're going to pull it off. Yes. Hmm. I think England's going to miss it. No way. No, I think England... And again, I could be wrong, because last World Cup, they didn't make the group... They didn't pass group stage either, England. Yeah. And on paper, they probably had the best roster of all World Cup teams. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if England flops again. And I think the reason England flops is because you've got so many egos on one team and they're playing, trying to play together and they, they just can't. I think a lot of those egos are getting old right now and they're all, you know, let's just do it this last time and get out of here. Here's the only good benefit I'm going to give England this year, and this is why I have them going far. I looked at the fact that I know they flopped last World Cup because of all the egos, but, and I spoke about this earlier, six of your starters are on Liverpool. It's a team that played and has been hot all year, and you got them, literally half your team is going to be a Liverpool team right now. So I, I feel that the chemistry is going to be good, their form is going to be top, and I think they're going to be... I mean, listen, if you start Sturridge and Rooney, I mean, you still have Sterling on the team, you've got Henderson and uh, Gerrard starting, uh, you're going to have Glenn Johnson on there, you're going to have a team that's Baines, going to be in full chemistry. Barkley. Yeah. I, I don't, I, I'm gonna players. be. I'm gonna be rooting for England. Number one rooting team is gonna be Greece. Number two, my favorite team is gonna be England. Then it's gonna be Argentina. Those are my favorites. But cool. I'm going to Italy. But all right. I so can't. the group of death and D a little bit different here. So you've got uh, you've got Italy and England. You've got Italy and Uruguay, and I've got England and Uruguay. So it's completely different here. So write it down, folks. Yeah, that's gonna mm-hmm. be an interesting one to see. Uh, group E. I have. France winning it, and Switzerland coming up as the runners-up. Yep. I I have the same thing with France, number one, and Switzerland, number two. I think France is going to win every game. Yes. And remember what happened in the last World Cup? Yeah. And and they, they were like, everyone was quitting and stuff? Yep. Um, I, France, again, like England, on paper, looks really, really freaking good. Solid. Yeah. Uh, you've got Benzema. I don't think he's a very good player. Ger- he doesn't Ger- hustle. Giroud? He'll help. Ribery. Yes, absolutely. And you also have Remy. Re- Laurie oh, Remy. Yeah, Remy's good. Yeah, Laurie Remy is really good. I think at the end, he'll probably take over the forward spot. A, a bottom line, I think their striking and even their subs are really good. Then you've got your midfielders. Uh, you're going to have their midfielders week. No. Sissoku, Sissoku from okay. Liverpool, or, or Sissoko is from Newcastle, not the same guy. I think that's the only weak spot right now yeah, in them. Pogba. Yeah, but only was very, very good. That's their weakest spot, though, right now. Then you've got defenders, solid. Yeah, you've got Sagna, Kostelny, uh Sacco from Liverpool, um, Abidal, Varane. Yeah, overall, I mean, you've got Evra. I mean, who's their goalie? Uh, the guy from Tottenham, Loris. Oh, Loris, yep. wow, good goalie. Yeah, so I mean, you've got France is a solid team. So I, I think right now... Young, too. Yeah, if you're going to look at the entire like 
roster of who your top teams are. I mean, I really, I, I, to me, Portugal being fifth is a joke. I don't even know why you have Portugal fifth. Or FIFA has them ranked fifth in the world. That's because of how they sport. ended it. I've got, in my personal opinion, Germany number one, Brazil number two. Uh, and I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say it right here for Spain three, and I have France like at four, man. They have Patrice Evra too. Am I on crack? I think no, that's a little overboard. Yeah, I, I think you're overrating France a little bit. I do see them uh, making their way out of that group. Number one, like you said, Switzerland coming second. I see them advancing not because of the dominating the other teams. I see them tying with Switzerland and just embarrassing Honduras and advancing on uh, goal difference. Yeah, I, I have them bit winning all three games. But if you if you if you um, kind of watch their history uh, at the national level, and this is just this is just how it's been for the past few years. Uh, they just have these meltdowns, man. They, yeah. Well, last year was because you had Anelka there, and I think Anelka was a big contributor of of that. And I think that he's the cancer in the locker room that spread like to everybody. He's well, gone, before, though. of course, you had Zidane, and you had some other of these hotheads. And yeah, but Zidane was also a character in the locker room that glued the team together a little bit. Yeah, he was. He was more of a guy that they all looked up to. Yeah. So all right. So we're on the same page here. France is the as the. Uh, Winners, champions in Group E, and then you've got Switzerland as your runners-up. Group F, Argentina I have winning it, and then I've got Bosnia coming up as the runners-up. I agree. I have the same thing. And I think Argentina's not going to get scored on at all. Um, And I think they're going to win every game 5-0 or more. I love Argentina. I'm a Messi fan, and I love Argentina. My biggest problem with Argentina always was their defense. Absolutely. Um, but if you look at their defense right now, uh, their defense is is not as weak as it was before. But I think you st- you have some somewhat of an upgrade, uh, and it's not as bad as it was. Midfield might be one of the best midfields in the world. Yep, I overall, agree. if you look at all their midfielders, I mean, it's solid midfield, and you're striking. I mean, I mean, and obviously they got Demiria as a forward here. Demiria, they're probably going to put uh, in into the midfield. But you got Messi. Aguaro, Iguaim, uh, De Santos, Lavezzi. I mean, oh, you've got your whole entire for, your forwards are, are great uh, 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 group of forwards here. They have a really good defense too. It's it's solid. I wouldn't say it's good. good on paper. I don't know how well. They yeah, mean. it's it's okay, but it can be a lot better. I think if you look at your midfielders, you got Maturano. Um, I mean, you've got midfielders. Uh, you're gonna have Di Maria as the other midfielder that's gonna be coming in. You've got Perez from Benfica, Maxi uh, Rodriguez. So I mean, overall, your midfield's solid as well too. Um, but I, it's just good team. Their defense still scares me. And then the other big, the big part of what scares me with Argentina is their goaltending. Well, one thing about their midfield. Is that they're unselfish midfield? Uh, they yeah. can score if they want, but they pass no, the ball very, pass. very good. They set Messi up all day long, man. Oh my god! Yeah, so th- th- this really good. Um, and don't count out Bosnia, man. Bosnia's no got way. some decent, like uh, some decent guys. I, I'm, I, I mean, in some, a lot of them, a majority of them play in the German league. Yes, but I mean, you got Begovic as your goaltender, solid uh, goaltender for Stoke City. I mean, yeah. I thought honestly, I thought he was one of the great, one of the the up and coming goaltenders in in uh, Premier League. And don't forget Jekyll. Yeah, then you got, yeah. I mean, you got just overall, I think, solid, um, solid team, and I think these guys uh, may surprise some people overall. I agree, um, and uh, I want to disagree with something that Marty said earlier. Marty said that uh, 
uh, Argentina will not get scored on. I think that Bosnia has that potential to to, to kind of break that. Um, I don't know about Bosnia beating Argentina though. They can score on them. They least. can score on them, but I don't. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think they're gonna beat. I them. don't see them beating them. Yeah. Though. All right. So we're on the same page in uh, in F G. Is the my second group of death? Yeah. Um, I got Germany beating them or winning it, obviously, and then the runner-up. Even though I'd like to see USA win, I've got Portugal as my runner-up. I have the same thing as you. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and disagree. I'm gonna. I'm gonna oh, you're going. You're gonna, going the juice way. I'm gonna pull the rabbit out of the hat. All right. Germany's gonna win all three games. Yes, that's, that's, I got that. And you got Ghana being the runners-up. No. Okay. I'm going to take the U.S. I think the U.S. is going to pull it off somehow. Is it just because you don't like Ronaldo or you really think well, they're going to beat him? I'll be honest. I'll, I see I see the U.S. beating Ghana. They've they, got a chip on their shoulder. Yeah, they can. That I don't They I haven't don't. beat Ghana. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's time to make a change. I'm sure that the U.S. has done some preparation for them. They know that Ghana has been their kryptonite for the past World Cup as well. Portugal is another team that they can beat. They can simply out-hustle them. I think they can too, um, but... No way, man. How are they going to stop Cristiano? Not just Cristiano. Well, if you look at the Portugal team, it's... Oh, like they have that. a pretty good team. Well, uh, and who do they got in defense besides Pep? There you go. That's it. I will look it up. <laughs> um, then you got, I got, you got Ronaldo striking. Um, Nani... As your striker as well. Nani up there. Uh, yeah. Your midfielders, uh, you've got Motinho, who's playing for Monaco right now. Uh, Cavalajo, who's playing for Sporting. Um, Merilis, who's playing for uh, the Germans. And you got Contero, Contrao, I mean. Yeah, you got no goaltender. Pep. I mean, it's not that great of a team. Yeah, it's not bad, but it's not the team that could lose to All right, America. So here's the thing that scares me with the U.S. Just like we spoke about uh, Costa Rica half of your roster is MLS players. Yeah, that's all. You know, did you know what I noticed? Eight of their players are from Germany. Who, the uh, U.S.? Yeah. Yeah, well, you also have... uh, German... uh, You have a lot in the EPL as well, too, because you still have... uh, um, So your your, your starter is Guzan, who's your goaltender, who's in Aston Villa. You also have Howard, who's at Everton. Um, So you got two players there. Um, then you have Beasley, who's playing for Puebla. I think that's Mexico. Um, everybody else, I think, uh, or so you got Cameron from Stoke City. Uh, you got German, yeah. You do have Chandler from uh, from Nuremberg. Yeah, you do have. Well, there's, mo- there's some players that actually play for MLS, but they actually have German or something. You got so. Julian Green from Bayern Munich. Besiktas. You, you know what? Jermaine that's going to be the future. Um, Altador, who's playing for Sutherland. Um, I, I don't know. I just think a lot of these guys are playing for the MLS. And the, and the reason I don't like the MLS is because the MLS is a really slow sport. It's a really slow yeah. league. These guys just, all they do is they just hold back. It's a, it's a midfield defensive game. No striking in the Well, MLS. the other thing I was watching, that thing with um, their tongue Klinsman, and he's like, the one thing I'm trying to get up is their stamina because they stopped playing in March. Yeah. Very early. Yeah. So then they have no they've been out. Yeah. They've been out for a while. Yeah. So, all right, so at least uh, me and Money are on the same page here with Germany winning it, Portugal as a runner-up, and then uh, um, Louis Pistoleros. Bang, bang. Um, that was late, man. Uh, you have, uh, he, he's got USA beating Portugal as the runners-up. So, I see um, happening. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, we're going to go into the group stage to see what happens there. Last group, uh, Group H, I have Belgium and Russia tied two games, two wins, and a tie. 
Um, but I have Belgium winning the, the group with more goals on Russia, and Russia coming up as runners-up. I have Belgium and Russia, but I have Belgium way over Russia because, I, once again, a very good team with very deep uh, Who? roster. Belgium, Belgium or Russia? Belgium. Belgium, besides Algeria, are my sleeper team. Oh, my God. I, Belgium's amazing. All right. Here's a breakdown of the Belgium. I think Belgium's roster looks better than England on paper. Oh, my God, yes. And it just amazes me when you look at this. Couture from Chelsea. Well, like, let it go on loan. Like Madrid. Uh, but, yeah, but he's on loan. Um, you got Mignolet as your two goaltenders. Yep. I don't even know which one to start. I would Courtois, of course. I know, but it's just like, you know what I mean? You got two great goaltenders there. If one goes down, you don't even have to worry about it. Yeah. Uh, then you look at your your defense. Your defense, you've got uh, Vertinen from Tottenham. Yep. Company from Man City. Yep. Company, yeah. Uh, Van Buten from Bayern Munich. Vermeulen from Arsenal. I mean, amazing defense all together here. Um, then you're going into your midfielders. And then you got Fellani from Man U. He's, his form has been really bad lately. Uh, De Bruyne from Wolfsburg. Um, you got the kid from Albania who decided to play for Belgium. Uh, John Janzu Adnan from Man U. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good kid. Yeah, who, who Man U was boosting as one of their, their futures there. And then you got Hazard on Chelsea. So overall, your midfield, not only is it no, good. There's more than that. You have, you have youth as your midfield. Yeah. And then your forwards. Uh, that's the only problem I see. You got Marilis from Everton, Lukaku, who's on fire, uh, as your, your strikers. And you've got some alternates in there. Um, there, there are some other, uh, guys there, money, but there, I've got them down here as alternates. Yeah. And then, no, I'm saying like, that's, that's my whole thing coming off the bench. You could start another team. Yeah. With Axel Wetzel. And their coach is, I think, ranked top 10 coach in the world. They're amazing. They're a very, very good team. So I, I would not be I, I, I would not be surprised to see Belgium even uh, and I'm going to go into my brackets after this uh, to see uh, them beat some uh, or upset some people I would not be surprised about that at all I got some upsets over here with all Belgium right. so uh, we're who do you got uh, Louis um, I'm gonna now you mentioned uh, I think Marty or uh, it was you actually that mentioned dark horse my dark horse is in this group I'm gonna say it's Russia taking the group Belgium coming Ooh. in second. Yes. Russia beating Belgium? I think Russia's going to beat them, man, or at least advance. You're not saying it because of their orthodox. No, no. It has nothing to do with that. I um, think uh, I think their speed and their consistency, uh, they're, they're going to be all right. They, they had a great showing against uh, Portugal in the group stages as well. So that gives me good reason to believe that they can hang in there with some of the best teams. A lot of these guys are playing in Russia, though. That's the thing that scares me. Yeah, uh, but Russia, you know... They're like, all like... Don- well, I guess that's a good thing. They're all for uh, CSK, Moscow, or Dynamo. And they all at, and least, played, at least they play together. And uh, they're old uh, coaches uh, from England last year, right? Coppola? Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't... I don't know about Russia beating Belgium, but I mean, I guess we can see that and see what happens. All right, so you've got Russia taking the group, and then Belgium coming as runners-up, and yes. me and Money have Belgium winning it, Russia's runners-up. All right. Yep. So we're going to go into the brackets. This is where the money ball Second happens. Round. So you've got the winner of Group A versus the winner of Group B. I've got Brazil-Netherlands. I have Brazil-Netherlands, too. Okay. Uh, uh, Pistoleros, do you have that or no? That's what I have as well. Okay. And then who do we got? Brazil winning. Brazil, Brazil advances. Good. Two. Hands down. That's good. Uh, second bracket, you've got Colombia versus Uruguay. I have Colombia and England. Woohoo, okay. 
And who do you got? Uh, to win? Yeah. England. You got England beating Colombia. Yep. All right. Who do you got? I'm going to take Uruguay over uh, Colombia. All right. So you got. Uh, I'm on the same page with uh, Pistoleros here. I've got Colombia, Uruguay, and I've got Uruguay beating Colombia. Uh, group. Uh, so you got France. I got France and Bosnia in the next. Uh, I have France and Bosnia too. Okay. Same as me. All right. And who do we got winning? France. France. I'm <laughs> taking Bosnia. Wow. Well, you got Bosnia. I'm I taking France. Think, yes. I see <laughs> really? this. Really? Yes. It's only a matter of time before France collapses, oh. and I see them collapsing. They did last year, but in they, the I mean last round of sixteen. I, I just see them going down. the The Bosnians have a great striking force, like we said, and uh, they're not going to tolerate any screw ups. If the France have a mental lapse, the Bosnians are going to capitalize. There's on no it. way Ribery's going to lose to Bosnia. Yeah, that's my thing, man. I no just way. don't see it. I see it happening. All right. Anyways, we we could all. It's our opinions. We got you got Bosnia beating France. Uh, <laughs> the last game in that group, I've got Germany Russia. Same thing i've got germany belgium oh that's a good oh, one yeah that is a good one actually um all right so me and me and money i got germany beating russia of course okay and then who do you got germany belgium i'm taking germany okay obviously all right so then when we're going into the second round into that same bracket we're not going to go on the other side of the bracket i've got brazil uruguay you've got brazil uruguay yes and then you have brazil england right wait hold on oh we're going to yeah, we're, we're oh i got brazil england all right, so you've got Brazil. Okay, so I've got Brazil, Uruguay. Me and Pistoleros have uh, Brazil, Uruguay. So I've got Brazil beating Uruguay. I have Brazil beating England. You got Brazil beating England. I've got Brazil beating Uruguay. So we all have Brazil at least going uh, advancing in that bracket. Yep. Uh, then I've got France and Germany. I've got France and Bosnia. No, 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 no. Oh, I'm no. sorry, France and Germany. Yeah. Okay, and then you've I've got, got Bosnia, Germany. Bosnia, Germany. I've got Germany beating France. I got. Uh, Germany beating France too, and then you've got yeah, no surprises. This Germany time. beating Bosnia. I see Germany beating Bosnia. Bosnia can't beat Germany. I don't believe so. All right, so then, uh, so again, I, I, in the beginning, I used to say uh, the top two teams were going to be Brazil, Germany in the finals, and that can't happen. And the reason it can't happen is because all three of us right now have Germany and Brazil in the same bracket to go to the finals, and that is the uh, the bracket finals, which is Brazil and, and Germany. Who do you got going in there to the World Cup? Germany. I'm going to go with Brazil. Thank you. Me too. I'm going Brazil. I, I got th- Brazil beating Germany. You're in your country, hometown. Neymar is going to be on fire, and I think they're just going to have so much. I don't think Neymar is that good. I think he's overrated, he, and I think Germany is going to powerhouse them. I don't like Neymar, but I think he's going to show yeah. a really good form uh, in the World Cup. He may even win the Golden Boot, I think. Oh. Yeah, that, his stock is going to go up. All right, so we got me and Pistoleros have Brazil going in, uh, and then Money has uh, Germany going in, beating Brazil. Can you imagine if Germany beats Brazil too? That's going to be like mass anarchy in that country. Yes. Oh, it yeah. will. So, like they'll have but to shut the whole thing down. I mean, if Brazil the, loses, aren't you? if you're a FIFA, won't you be scared if something happens? Yeah, like a ref's head get beheaded, like it really did yeah. happen in a game? Yeah, something's going to go down. Yeah. I'll be scared. There's going to be really some scary. cleansing going on. All right, so here's the uh, other bracket now. If we go to the other stage, I've got Spain, Croatia. I got Spain, Croatia also. As do I. I've got Spain beating Croatia. I got Spain beating Croatia. And that's going to be a hell of a game, I think. I think it'll be a fun game, uh, but the Spanish are just too powerful. Yeah. 2-1. Who? 2-1. Score? It's going to be something close like that. It's going to be a very good game. I would say 2-0 Spain. All right, next game. Uh, England. I have England versus the Ivory Coast. I have Italy and Ivory Coast. Italy. I have Italy and Greece, the Mediterranean War. All right. Who do you have advancing? Italy. Italy? Yeah. I see a draw, 1-1. One, one. 
Well, you can't. Yeah, well, and Italy advancing. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what? All right, so you you guys both have Italy going. Yeah. All right, I have England advancing because I have England in uh, Ivory Coast there. Uh, the next game, I've got Argentina Switzerland. As do I. Same thing. I've got Argentina beating Switzerland. Same thing. Okay. Five nothing. <laughs> Pistoleros. I agree. All right, so Argentina advancing there. Then the last game, I have Belgium Portugal. Same thing. I have Russia U.S. Ooh. <laughs> yep. Right. Oh my God! So a good I, one actually. I have and and I I have Portugal upsetting Belgium here. To advance, and then who do you got? I got Belgium over Portugal. Okay, and I see Russia advancing on U.S. I see. Uh, okay, that's going to be interesting. All right, so I've got them advancing into that bracket. Keep in mind, we've got Brazil. Well, two of us have Brazil, and one has uh, Germany going in. Uh, but right now, so then I've got Spain, England, and you guys have Spain, Italy. Yeah. Yes. All right, who do you got advancing? I have Spain advancing. As much as I don't want to say this, but Spain. I've got England upsetting Spain. <sighs> That won't happen. Man, you guys are going to kiss me when this happens. That I wish happen. that happens, dude. It's going to happen, I think. Uh, I wish. Liverpool, I'm going to be wearing my scarf, too, when I'm watching the game. <laughs> they will not break the Spanish defense. Uh, oh, They're old. Yeah, they're... they're, they're dude, they, don't tell me Puyos is your top defender. PK is not that old. No, Come on, but dude. But PK's not a good defender. I mean, he's got to get off of hanging out with Shakira. It, they're so old, man. Focus, the the whole yeah. team is old. Who's your top striker? Please don't tell me Torres. You have Negredo. Who, who else? You have no wait, Diego Iniesta. Costa. And if Costa plays, you have him. Costa's going to start. Nah, I, I just don't see Spain going. No, me neither. Not that far. All right. Uh, it's over for them. Then I have Argentina, Portugal. Uh, you have Argentina, who? Belgium? Yep. And then you have Argentina, Russia. Yes. Wow. All right. So we got three different scenarios here. Uh, I've got Argentina beating Portugal. I have uh, Belgium beating. Argentina? Argentina? Yeah. Wow, okay. I do have Argentina advancing on Russia, 1-0. All right, so we both have Argentina, and then you've got Belgium. Yep. All right, then my final for uh, going into the World Cup there is England-Argentina. I have Spain and Belgium. Wow, this is different here. All right, this is good. And I have Argentina-Spain. Okay, you've got who advancing? Spain? It's not going to be a South, uh, South American uh, final, I'll tell you that. Spain is advancing. Okay. I got Belgium advancing. Wow, you got Belgium going far. Yep. So that's your dark horse. Um, I've got England beating Argentina. So I've got as a final, which would be really nice to see if they're playing it for in Brazil and England. That's actually going to be a really good one. Who do you got in the World Cup? I got Germany and Belgium. Wow, I just don't think Belgium can do it. I, I, I think they're too deep and too good to go. On paper, we'll see how they play together. That's the whole thing. All right, and then who do you got? You got Brazil-Spain. I got Brazil-Spain. And then who do you got uh, winning it? Germany. You've got Germany? Mm-hmm. I'm going to ruin the Samba party, baby. Spain's going to do it again. Oh, come on. Well, I have Brazil, so I got Brazil <laughs> beating England. Spain's going to do it again. Wow, so we got three different winners here. You got Germany. I got uh, Germany. So Money Mayweather over here. Uh, Money Marty Mayweather says Germany's going to take it. Yep. Uh, I've got Br- over, Germany over Belgium, which is a, a huge upset there. Um, that's actually th- th- Germany. Uh, that's actually like a country. Uh, Germany and Belgium are right next yeah, to each other. Right other. And they almost yeah. have the same flag. Yeah, and that's going to be nuts. The same language. I've got, uh, I've got Brazil and England in the final. I've got Brazil uh, beating and winning the World Cup. And uh, Pistoleros bang, bang! has uh, <laughs> Brazil. Or no. He has, uh, yeah, Brazil and Spain, and he's got Spain winning it because he likes David Villa so much. 
<laughs> David Villa is not even on the team. Yes, he is. He'll is be he? there. He'll be there. Uh, probably on the sidelines, but not playing. No, he'll play. He'll play. Um, all right. So uh, that's the World Cup breakdown, guys. Uh, I think it's going to be very interesting uh, when it starts out uh, on June twelfth. Golden boot. Golden boot. I think I just uh, told you Neymar. Neymar. Yeah. I think Hazard is going to get it. Iniesta or Xavi. Dude, you're going too old. <laughs> yeah, dude. These guys are like they're they done. Yeah. They barely do it in uh, La Liga. Yeah, I think Neymar takes the golden boot. He's in his hometown. I don't want to see Brazil win it. I'm I'm going to be rooting for England. Uh, like I said, England and Argentina are my two favorite teams besides Greece. I just know Greece is not going to go far, uh, and I think Brazil and England are going to, or uh, England and Argentina are my two favorite teams. I'm going to be rooting for England a lot. I just would like to see them win it finally and get back to the top yeah. uh, of of group of, of international play at least. But you know that's. That kills me, you know, how big EPL is and how many of your players play over and there. they don't do good, yeah. I don't get it. Uh, it's, it, it's the egos. There's too many big egos overall as, as a team, and they can't play well together. They that's need a coach what, that puts them together. The, uh, I don't think this guy can. Hodgson's? What's his name? Hodgson's. He's, he's not too bad of a guy. I think he's a, he's a decent coach. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think it's the coach there. I think it's you have to have a player, and hopefully it's like a Gerard who's at, his, at the end of his career. We need to come up with a player that's going to sit down with these guys and just basically tell them, like, hey, just relax, let's settle down, and let's play together as a team because can, they can win the World Cup if they do that. The Peru game they played, they played very good as yeah, together. They can win the World Cup if they do that. Yeah. It's just that they all have to sit down and realize that they just have to just be quiet and just play the game. Yeah, they all, they're all getting old too, and they need to give it up to the young guys like Sturridge or anybody else like that. Cahill and all them. Yeah. Um, Barkley. Right. Barkley. What do you got, uh, Louis Pistoleros? Bang bang. What do you got in closing? Uh, I just wanted to say I think it's unacceptable that the stage is not set for Brazil. I'm really agitated about that and the fact that there's not there might not be a World Cup because of that. Well, there'll be a World that, Cup. Yeah. I, yeah, I think it's the Olympics that's probably going to be bothered, if anything. I don't think they'll ever go back there for World Cup again. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think they'll go back there for a long time unless another government gets fixed or something. <laughs> yeah, they said this is actually worse than Greece, like by 10 times Wow, over in Brazil right now. And, and the bad. Greece Olympics were pretty bad. Um, all right, so what do you got, uh, Monday, uh, Marty? What do you got closing? Um, You know, I just... Have help. Everything else gets better over there, and then we have a really good World Cup. But I, I want to see World Cup back here, man. Yeah, I, I hope I hope that Qatar thing happens, so then that way we can uh, get it back in the U.S. That would be, be amazing. Nice. Yeah. All right. So what do we got? Uh, well, at least what do I got in closing? Um, go Blackhawks. 8 yeah. p.m. tonight. Uh, game seven. So that's going to be huge. Uh, payback's also on tonight for the, any wrestling fans out there. You think CM Punk's coming back? No, I'm kidding. No, not. He's going to be at the Blackhawks game. He said he's retired. He's so. going to be watching the Blackhawks game like everybody else. <laughs> uh, catch us, guys, on uh, Facebook or follow us on our Twitter account. Email us, WindyCitySportsNetwork at gmail.com. Uh, or you can listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Stitcher Radio. We will be on TuneIn Radio very, very short. We are, guys, the kings of crosses of soccer radio. We will be back towards the end or the end of the World Cup so we can actually go through what happened. Hopefully it's going to be an interesting World Cup for us, guys. Enjoy World Cup 2014 in Brazil. We'll see you in about three weeks. Enjoy the 80-degree weather, Chicago. Chicago.